because it shows up on my end. It gives me like a thing that I have to say, leave meeting or got it once you hit record. That's the first time it ever happened. We're on episode like 106. We've never had an issue before, but it literally dropped one of our best episodes. And we, there's no way in hell we can recreate that. No, no way. So we'll try the best we can. Hopefully the shit works. What up, what up, what up? Jason Spells, the New York City brand handler in Los Angeles. And last week was supposed to be a two-episode week. We had a fantastic show. Taped it. All kind of shit was involved in it. Had special guests. Michael Jordan stopped by. was not on the podcast last week. (sighs) So then we go to actually, like, get down into the editing process. And it was, like, the end of the podcast. Like, the part where we're just kind of... You know, decompressing, post-mortem, like, oh, that was a good show. Oh, it sucked. That could be better. That was all it was. So the actual show was a you had to be there, and only me and you was there. Sometimes shit's just way too flames for everybody to get. So like that sometimes. You know, we're going to try to recreate some of it, not all of it, because life happened since then, and a lot of stuff we said is no longer relevant. Some of it more so than ever, but that's that's what that's what... That's what we are. That's what's going on. So we've made a conscientious effort throughout this podcast to not discuss Kanye West. You know, we, we talked last year when he said the slavery was a choice comment. I told you I was off the dude, B. I don't really care for his music anymore. Um, I'm not buying his clothes. Like, I, I just decided I'm going to speak with what little voice I have and my wallet. Billions of people didn't. They continued to buy shit, and he continued to shovel shit on them. And so now everyone's talking about, you know, this is driving him. Kanye, free speech, yada, yada, yada. We're steering clear of that. But we are talking about this under the influence of journalism. Because he did go on a since-deleted episode of Drink Champs. And, you know, Noriega, who we've actually said we enjoy, you know, he was a sound of the early 2000s. Well, he's funny on the podcast. Nori gave us the Neptunes. He did give us Neptunes. What, 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 what? But in that situation in which you had Kanye West on the episode since deleted, he didn't push back as Kanye continued to lie and say anti-Semitic things and just be a generally horrible person. And so guess what? You're going to get sued for that because when you're in journalism, you have a platform. You have certain rules you have to abide by. Slander, libel, defamation. You can't do that shit or you get sued. In you can't era, do that. You can't do that. You cannot do that. In this era, though, everyone thinks because they got an iPhone and a microphone or they go on Amazon and buy a podcasting microphone, they're a journalist. They can say whatever they want. You can't. Let them know about the S&P, Jason. What's the S&P everybody needs to know about? Standards and procedures? Yeah, standards and practices. Standards and practices, people. The truth. Is such a as thing long as, as long as you yep. are saying the truth, you will not be sued, and it will not be successful in a court of law. That is literally why the New York Times... Now, New York Times, I spent a lot of money on legal, for the record. They spent, a, they spent real bread on legal. But that's why New York Times always wins their arguments. Because their whole thing is, we're coming with the truth. Nori didn't. And so they got lumped into a potential $250 million lawsuit against Kanye West. And as much as I enjoy them, they deserve it. Because if you want to step into this, this sphere... And I'm coming from the place of, guess what? I've done this for 15 years. 
Matter of fact, I can't tell y'all now. I'll tell y'all next week. But I had a long meeting with legal yesterday, and I got another long meeting with legal tomorrow. And that's because when you're in this space of journalism, of being able to have a platform, you better use it properly. They did not. And guess what? They deserve to get sued for the shit. Ignorance is an excuse. And, uh, you know, that's the other part of it, too, why you have to go through much training in your profession, because you can't say after the fact, well, I didn't know that would get us. That doesn't fly at all at all. And so subsequently, we've seen that get taken down. And then as we take this on the 25th of October, oh, Adidas dropped them. Okay, yo, yeah, everyone else is dropping them. At that point, you have no value to us. And you're a, gene- you're a generally horrible person. The shit he said is horrible. White Lives Matter t-shirts, horrible. And once again, we throughout this process of the last month, we, if you, y'all go back and listen, we have not said his name. But you do dumb shit, dumb shit happens. So it's sad that Nori is collateral damage, but hey, guess what? That's what it is. And so I, I think I saw something recently where they tried to put out another video from that clip. And it's like, we did push back. See, look, too late. Too late. I mean, pushing back is just not even allowing that to see the light of day. I mean, the, this wouldn't be the first interview where, you know, whatever. Pushing back would be not interviewing him in the first place saying, all right, bro, you talking reckless? Yo, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Hey, thanks for coming. Well, I mean, but like- we're not airing this. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that, but also like devil's advocate, like the whole basis of that podcast is having musicians on and having them tell kind of like untold stories and stuff like that. So I'm sure, again, devil's advocate, I'm sure to a certain degree, Noriega didn't anticipate the level that some of that was going to get to. But also, you know, this wasn't his first time on the show. He had done something similar in the past, not maybe to this depth, but said a lot of controversial things on there. And I mean, frankly, anytime Kanye speaking to anybody, he says something pretty controversial lately. So, you know, not excusing Noriega and his partner for allowing any air behind that whatsoever. But, and man, it, it, it's, it's, it's sad to see, dude. Kanye is probably, I mean, really thinking uh, through our lifetime, you know, we're both creeping up on 40, you're 39 in a few months, I'll be 40 next summer. I can't think of somebody who's had so much influence on pop culture, but at the same time, you know, just, I hate the whole cancel term, but like really just ruin their whole reputation, you know, within years, it feels like, like, you know, 2016 life of Pablo, like that album, like that to me is probably like the last moment with Kanye we had where we were all kind of celebrating him and loved what he was creating, what he was doing, where he was in life. You know, even his battles with the paparazzi, et cetera, you know, we all kind of cheered him on. Like, you know, even though you're a celebrity, that doesn't mean that you don't deserve privacy or, you know, whatever. But since then, man, it has just been a straight decline, just plummeting and plummeting. And, you know, we love to see, you know, not just Adidas, but pretty much every brand that works with Kanye, any business that works with Kanye has separated themselves from having any kind of business with him. And latest, and, uh, being he was his Donda agent group was representing Jalen Brown of the Boston yep. Celtics and Donald of the Los Angeles Rams. They've cut ties. There's no choice. I mean, it's just, it's unreal. But, you know, also seeing some memes out there and curious what your thoughts are. Like, you know, obviously it was all the, all the comments towards, you know, Jewish religion that really got him in hot water. And then seeing people post memes saying, you know, I wish 
that comments like this that people make about black culture had the same weight and i thought there was a lot of validity in that too there's a lot of validity in it i, I agree with that however i just don't give this guy air i don't give him oxygen Agreed. i you know i have been very adamant for the last year and a half like you say yeah did it i don't give a damn i could care less a matter of fact i am out of them to live i am fresh out of the give when it comes to him and his music and anything else so you know what you white lives matter t-shirt started the issue people say they mess with you cool the um, situation in which he was, I mean, just the stuff he was saying about the Jewish community, stuff he was saying about black community, stuff he was saying about, you know, his mother of his children. Like, yo, like, all the bad things that are happening to you now, you brought on yourself. I don't feel bad for you. I have no feelings for that man whatsoever. The one thing that comes to mind with all this going on, too, is if you remember after the whole Taylor Swift incident on MTV, he was on Jay Leno, I think, like, literally a day or two after that. And one of the first questions Jay Leno asked him is, what do you think your mother would say about you and your behavior? And like, that's the one thing that just really, really troubles me is like, you know, Kanye has never been the same since his mother passed away. I think that's like the defining moment where you start. We got to stop giving him that out, though. We got to stop that. I, I don't disagree with that. But all I'm going to say and all I'm saying with it is, you know, for what she did and him trying to honor her. I use that moment because the rest, moving forward, everything was meant to honor her, even this Donda Academy. But I, I just, I can't see a world, you know, obviously never had a conversation with his mother, don't know her from anybody else in the world. But you, it's just, that's the part that's the most disappointing to me is he was he was raised better than that. Like I said, I, I, I'm searching for empathy. I'm searching for a feeling inside of me. It ain't there. I do have feelings about other things, though, Brandon. And this is going to be a hard turn. I know you're going to be like, damn, bro. You're usually good at these transitions, not now. I got a lot of feelings about the Carolina Panthers. A lot of You know how I felt. First off, I told you, hey, look, man, trading Chris McCaffrey, necessary. We need to, We paid the man. We got him paid. They, they almost freaking tried to kill him as far as his usage rate. Get him to a team where he could potentially make a playoff run. And for better or worse, Jimmy G always find a way into an NFC championship game. Tear the man down all you want. He's always going to show up somehow in an NFC championship game. And the division's wide open. So I'm like, boom, CMC gone. We got Philip Walker. We got uh, rid of Ro- Robbie Anderson. We've got interim coach. There's no way we're going to win against Tom Brady. <laughs> We are going to get this number one overall. I'll be damned. These dudes mess around and win. And now the Detroit Lions have the worst record in the National Football League. The Panthers are one of like three or four teams that are two and five. And they are, I told you the issue as a fan of a team is you just want hope. That's all we want is hope. And they are now, they've given up, they, they've torn up my hope for the season. Now they're tearing up my hope for the number one overall pick and a quarterback. That's what I have feelings for right now. That's that is what's stirring inside of me, as you can tell by my voice. I mean, it's you know, people talk about it when there's accusations about throwing games. Like, I I don't think anybody throws games per se. Tanking, it's tough. Like in the NFL, I think out of most sports, it's really tough because you have so many guys involved. It's really tough. Basketball is a little bit easier. You see teams do it like in mid March when they're doing bad. Okay, I'm just done playing my like star players. When you take out your top three players and you're running four through ten every single night, like you're probably not going to win a lot of games. But it's 
it's always surprising when teams win games that they shouldn't win when they should be going after first place. But if I'm being honest, help me out here. What's the prize? What are you guys going after? Who's even in the draft? That like, I don't know if I I'll know take CJ Stroud out of Ohio State. I'll even take Bryce Young. Out of, what, are, out what are these of guys? Pass rushers, no, quarterbacks. No, dude, I need a quarterback. We need a quarterback. Okay. It's my team. It's my quarterback. What? What's? Uh, I can't believe you don't know who CJ Stroud or the reigning Heisman Trophy winner Bryce Young is. The the fact that you are so willfully ignorant about college football blows my mind. Guilty. Blows my mind. Guilty. What the hell do you do on Saturdays? Dude, it's just like you're willfully ignorant about just pro football in general, man. I don't pick on you Shit. that much on this show. Shit. Let's tally them up. Let's over the last year and a half, who's made the most right calls about football? First off, anyway, who, who was the man told you to get on the Jets last year? I was like, I'm switching my fan to the Jets. And I said that before the draft. And look, at I, that's now. that's cute and all, but I don't give a shit until I saw who they drafted. I'm not putting my eggs in the Jets basket. That's a suicide mission. They got it right is this it? time. Is it? it? Yes, it is. It is. Until until this year, they did right in the draft. Look, you knew how big I was on Sauce Gardner last year before the NFL draft happened. As soon as they drafted him, you knew. I so, so on that how did you know about Sauce Gardner, like, but you didn't watch him play in college? I watched. So once the draft comes about, like, you know, early March or whatever, that's when I start doing my homework. That's when I start watching all the mock drafts. And then I start watching individual player videos because I need to know who's my squad for Madden next year. If anybody cares, my squad's the New York Jets for franchise on Madden. That's who I picked as soon as Madden came out this year. So I wasn't just gassing it up i was all about the jets as soon as they got soft yo did you see what happened uh i guess juju smith schuster was talking to the media after the game on sunday and they were uh, somehow his rapport with travis kelsey and patrick Mahomes came up <laughs> and he was he said basically like they developed communication by playing what is it, call of duty modern warfare i believe it was called yeah duty. yeah call and duty. the whole time i could think was kyler is watching this and pissed off right now Kyler Murray is watching this and is pissed right now. He's like, y'all told me I can't play video games. Let me play video games. We'd at least be competitive in our division. Man, I don't remember who it was, but there was some pro athlete who said, like, Kyler really is, like, that good at video games. Like, if he wanted to just, like, give it all up, he would probably make, like, half his money back just playing video games. I'm pretty sure half the fans in Phoenix would say the same thing. Please give it up and make half your money back. Go somewhere else. <laughs> You're so harsh on small boy. <laughs> oh, I didn't call him that. I've never called him that. I've always said K1-2L. I always say K1-2L. I'm going to snitch right now, but in our, in I our never text messages. Like <laughs> I always say K1-2L. I have never called that man that. I have What's never K1-2L called that man mean? That. What's K1-2L mean? Oh, Kyle one too little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I did see that. Um about the the whole juju thing and the chiefs are still the chiefs right like i don't care who you are like their demise has been printed over and over again yet somehow they continue to be successful nba talk brandon what the hell are we gonna talk about the nba nba season's going i've enjoyed some of it i really to be honest i was there for like night one and then my life got really busy over the last two weeks so i haven't been able to enjoy it. what have i missed that's good not too much i mean i think uh you know the lakers are doing laker things right now oh at three um oh at three like yeah. really, like i mean do like are they, are they gonna, do even i mean how long of a leash will darvin ham have you know at, at what point will G, lay gm show up 
I mean, they're going to get rid of Westbrook. It seems like the Pacers are really the only other team that's in the mix. But, like, let's be honest, Miles Turner and Buddy Heald aren't turning this team it. from that an eight seed to a three seed. Like, it ain't it. And that's no disrespect to them. I think Buddy Heald's a hell of a player. They have Look, no bench. You they talk- have no depth. They have no sport. Just no. no that with what you see in the that's Clippers. Their issue. They have no shooters. They have zero shooters. It's like we only have two and a half scores. Imagine them in a seven-game series against the Clippers. Like, the Clippers are, like, 11, 12 deep. deep. They got deep. shooters. They got primitive Bro, defenders. Like, Anthony Davis is still playing. Like, he has never been within 15 feet of the basket. Like, I can't even imagine them playing the Pelicans. Zion is going to put it on his head every five seconds. Anthony For the record, the he's averaging trying. 22 points a game. He's injured with, a, I believe, a posterior hip contusion. But there's a chance he could come back on Friday. But Zion came back fit. Zion came back aggressive. Uh, I look at the West, and I just don't see how the hell the Lakers. Even the Mavericks have started off slow at one and one. The Nuggets are two and two. Minnesota's two and two, right? Like Portland, Memphis. I'm, I'm just going to yell out literally every team in the Western Conference. And you're going to be like, damn, Spells, they're all better than the freaking Lakers. Trailblazers, yeah, and Memphis, San Antonio, worry, Utah, Phoenix, about the Golden State, Clippers, yet. Pelicans, Timberwolves, Nuggets, Mavericks. Only team I see actually falling out of that. Two teams, the Spurs and the Jazz. But then you got three, the Timberwolves, Denver, Dallas, who will and I mean, then like, replicate and go up. The Jazz and Oklahoma City Thunder are like the favorites for basically tanking out of the West. So, you know, Jazz shouldn't surprise you at all. No, they just the Jazz are 3-1. Whole- and one. The Jazz are 3-1 and one right now. Sacramento, 0 and 3. Oklahoma City, 0 and 3. Los Angeles Lakers, 0 and 3. Yeah, Lakers is bad. Not looking they good. bad. It's not looking good. But other than that, I think like the kind of the key stories coming out of it is uh, you know, Harden's looking like Harden again. But Joel Embiid does not look right. You know, so there's some uh some talk that maybe he's not as healthy as he should be going into the season. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But Harden's looking sharp. But I mean they as a team, are not looking very good. Like, I had saw a stat, I think, at one point last week or over the weekend that James Harden has dribbled the ball two times more than any other player on any other team. Like, as much as I love Harden scoring, doing Harden things, can't do that. The NBA isn't built like that anymore. I mean, the teams that win, they have good ball movement. It's nice to have that at the end of the game with three or four minutes left, but the other 44 minutes, you can't be playing that brand of basketball. Ben Simmons has more fouls than he has points so far this year. His struggles That dude will fight out of two games to start the season, bro. Yeah, he has. Two and games he, he I mean, you can, you can tell he wants nothing to do with a jump shot still. Like, it, it went from, like, he would take a jumper here and there to now a jump shot. Just, it's not even in his vocabulary. He, he gets rid of that ball so quickly as soon as he's remotely open in the mid-range game. And then, other than that... um, Nothing nothing too crazy standing out to me. I mean, I think, you know, we're still trying to figure out where a lot of these teams are. Well, I'm going to watch tonight. Uh, got to get up early, get into the office at 9 a.m., which is shocking for me. I, I never get up at 9 a.m., but once again, I got to meet with legal. So guess what? My ass going to be happy, smiling, all ears when I'm messing with the boys who cut the check and can get me fired and make me pay them. Uh, finesse of the week, since I know you love college football, the finesse of the week comes from the great Stanford University, really one of like the higher, like when you think of like Ivy League schools and like just the, the bastion of academic success, Stanford is up there. When you think of football success, they ain't been shit since Andrew Luck and Ben Hogan left. That's just being real. 
Right now, Stanford Cardinal is the last place team in the Pac-12. Three wins, four losses on the season. They And those three wins come in the last two games when they just won those. So here's what came out over uh, – actually, earlier today from a gentleman by the name of Stuart Mandel, who kind of does business and sports. Starting today – this is from officially from Stanford. Starting today, you can test drive seats for the 2023 season for free. That's right. Get free tickets to our final two home games of the season and lock in those same seats for the entire 2023 home schedule, which features games against Cal, Notre Dame, Oregon, and more. Join us for games against Washington State and BYU in November with zero obligation. Want to change your seats for 2023? You have the flexibility and priority over the general public to choose those options. So you get those free tickets. Why? Because you put your credit card down and they charge you January 5th. They are literally given a free trial of Stanford University football. That is where we are in a supposed Power Five conference. I don't even know what the conferences are anymore, man. I'm going to be very honest. Like, college sports have just eluded me completely. You will talk about college finances. I never knew this until last week, and maybe this is ignorance on my part. Did you know colleges do investments in new companies, startups, the same way like any kind of investment firm would? Like, you well, know, what do you think they, they make... grow their money in endowments? They invest in things that, I mean, you know, just like teachers' pension funds invest in companies to grow their revenue and to grow their net worth. Yeah. I mean, that's just wild to me, though. Like, how is an education not subsidized or even free at this point if these colleges well, you know are they also making... have patents that they get paid on, too, right? Bro, so, like, this is, let's, this say, isn't... We... let's Look, say you're I'm a student, not... you come up with something at, you know, Stanford. Mm-hmm. And the, the university patent, and you get and the, pat, yeah, well, yeah. the university patents it. University makes money off of it. Bro, it. I mean, not to get all Bernie Sanders here, but our education system is, is financially a man. So, we did so this flawed. two shows ago when we shit it on Princeton. I know, but you damn, was there. Man. You was there. We didn't already said it. We back to finessing this week. They getting some, people some, to come some... and put their credit card down for a trash team that they gonna get charged in three months of. So of course. I advocate you treat this like you do any other seven or 30 day trial. Stream the hell out of it. Enjoy it. Cancel. The minute they lose that final game, cancel. Dispute that charge. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, this is Jason. I trust me. I did not buy season tickets. I assure <laughs> you, that was me. not me. As always, I thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like it, give us a like. We enjoy them likes Brandon. They love it and they don't love college sports. What do they do? each one reach one and if you can teach them put your people on so they can put their people on we will see y'all back again next week peace. and please please look whatever that says yay just keep scrolling don't read it I'm, I'm tired of this dude I'm tired of it. Peace.